You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. On today's episode, we are chatting all about friends, by which we mostly mean girlfriends, um, keeping up with friends, making new friends, and whether we have any pickup lines for making new (laughs) friends. But first, a cocktail. I have, I'm pretty proud of this cocktail, came together uh, in the last 45 minutes, (laughs) as they tend to do. At 8 a.m. in the morning. I don't know why I can't plan ahead for these, but I just can't. I know. I can't either. (laughs) Something is always missing and I have to go get. So I'm going to call this a cherry vanilla sparkler with a twist. Oh. It was um, supposed to have lime soda. Couldn't find that. So I made a quick pivot. It's got uh, the dry brand vanilla soda, which we had their cucumber Mm -hmm. flavored soda Mm -hmm. last summer, I think, and really liked it. Um, Then it has rum and grenadine. So it's pretty bright, kind of reddish pink color. And some fresh lime juice. And I did add a maraschino cherry, which <laughs> immediately sunk to the bottom. <laughs> Does not float. No, nope. You're terrible at garnishes. It, I think it needs to be on a toothpick. I think you're right. If, okay. Yeah. There we go. Next time. <laughs> Lesson learned. All right. Cheers. cheers. Oh, that's yummy. Sweet. It tastes like a popsicle. Ooh, it does. Yes, you're right. It's like a melted popsicle. Yep. You're right. I think that I did just pick up this. I've been meaning to pick up grenadine for a while. So I was excited to add it to my collection, but I think I'm going to need to go out and find a different one. I mean, this is like the brand is on the house and it's like the Kroger brand. <laughs> I think it's all high fructose corn syrup. Just like, and red dye 40. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it explicitly says contains no juice. <laughs> it's the opposite of a hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick up some real grenadine and I think that's going to step up my cocktail game. That's funny. It's going to, it's going to come around again. So <laughs> you just, you just wait for that. Okay. So let's get into talking about friends and girlfriends. I, I love this topic. Um, okay. So I wanted to first ask you, what is your friendship landscape like I these like days? This question. Okay. Um, I will say moving here from Wisconsin, moving Which to Arizona. Eight, nine years um, ago? Seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven. Pretty much exactly. Okay. Um, has been great for our friendship landscape as mm-hmm. a couple and as individuals. I just think when you, you know, we lived where we grew up. Yeah. And so you have like your separate groups of friends mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you have friends that haven't really you it's hard to sometimes transition those mm-hmm. childhood friendships into adult ones. Yeah. Um, especially, I don't know. I feel like especially the guy aspect, like mm-hmm. a lot of Jeremiah's friends were still single or gotcha. just kind of maybe in, in, in a serious relationship. And so it was hard to be young married couple without mm-hmm. like that. But then that pull was still there to go hang out with the guys, right, and, right. which is fine if you're kind of in the same place in life, but yeah. it's hard, is a hard thing kind of. Yeah. So it was very good for us to come here and meet friends that we kind of established together as couples that mm-hmm. we got along with and mm-hmm. were, like you said, kind of in that same place in life. So yeah. that's been good. Um, I do definitely have high school friends that you know, we keep in touch with but that's even been kind of nice to filter that a little bit. Like these are our true friends, the Mm -hmm. ones that we would visit, the ones that come visit us. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when you live where you grew up, you feel obligated to keep in touch with everybody that you grew up with and were friends with because you're right there in the same city. Might be harder to let a friendship fade. Yeah. Where it's kind of a natural, it sounds, 
I don't know, arrogant or rude, but kind of a natural weeding out of yeah. like the friendships that work for you into adulthood yeah. as, as you move. Mm-hmm. So that's been kind of nice. Um, we have neighbor you know, right. friends and close friends literally right here, but that we've not just because we went to school together right. or whatever that we've kind of chosen. And so it feels mm-hmm. more kind of like an authentic community mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel like I have more friends than I realize or expect sometimes. Like mm-hmm. when I go to invite people to a party yeah. or whatever, and I'm always kind of pleasantly surprised, especially that we came here knowing one couple. Yeah. So it's just been really nice to feel like we've really grown this nice community mm-hmm. and, um, but I definitely am a more like two or three close friends that I mm-hmm. will like call multiple times a day right. or tell everything to. Right, right. But then I do feel like we have a really nice sized range of acquaintances mm-hmm. and friends and, mm-hmm. you know, people that we can count on and it's yeah. nice. Oh, How about that's you? that's wonderful. I feel similarly. I feel just when I stop to reflect on it, I feel so rich in friends and mm-hmm. feel so, so fortunate. Mm-hmm. We do just have such a wonderful community of friends here and it, there's many different dimensions to all those mm-hmm. friendships, like many different groups and Chris's friends and my friends and couple friends. And then um, growing up in Austin, I have, I do still have some friends from uh, elementary school, mm-hmm. high school. I think, I think it's three really good girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them is kind of like a group that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that mm-hmm. I keep up with. And then I went to graduate school in Connecticut. So then there's like friends Mm -hmm. from that phase of my life. And then, yeah, then we moved out here eight years ago. And since then, it's been friends, you know, meeting friends through friends, my book club girlfriends Mm -hmm. and, you know, meeting, meeting friends through their friends through work, like Mm -hmm. friends through Chris's work. Mm -hmm. So it does just feel that we've accumulated all, you know, all these different groups of friends and it just, yeah, it just feels very, very rich. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and I will also say friends through the internet now that we, you know, kind of have an Mm -hmm. internet presence through our blogs and through our podcasts Mm -hmm. and stuff. So that's just been, that's been really cool. I, I'm trying to think, I do feel like I have several close friends and I am, I'm a pretty, open person Mm -hmm. I would say and Mm -hmm. so it just kind of depends on how often I'm seeing someone maybe is kind of how close I am with them and I've noticed it can kind of it can just ebb and flow Mm -hmm. and I think at one time that it more you know I thought oh I need to no it it needs to be this and I'm not keeping up Mm -hmm. with this friend but then I just had to let go and relax about it and Mm -hmm. just kind of you know in different phases of life I might kind of be closer to this friend but what I do always love is I feel that it's always so easy to pick back up with with a true friend with a good friend Mm -hmm. because I have so much you know latitude for anyone if we can't get together for a while I don't take it personally you know and so so I really like that um, so how is this maybe similar or different to your friendships, high school, college? Mm-hmm. Like I think this is kind of a different phase of life. Yeah, I think that is a huge part is mm-hmm. that you've gotten to this point where you don't just you aren't just friends because you have math together right. or, <laughs> you know, some of the superficial reasons that you yeah. have friendships and even maybe start some of the friendships that have carried into adulthood. Mm-hmm. But you, you're at this point in life where you've been through some things. Right. You're settling into your life and career and family. And so the friends that are around feel like true mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, like I was just talking to my best friend about this, that like there's things that we don't have in common Mm -hmm. that would have felt like 
oh, we can't be best friends then mm-hmm. in high school or college mm-hmm. even or early adulthood mm-hmm. where now it's like, oh, I forget that we don't even have that in right, common right. or um, I don't know. It just feels like everybody's matured to this point right. where you can allow for more differences without feeling threatened mm-hmm. or allow for more time to go by, like you said, without mm-hmm. feeling like, oh, they don't like me mm-hmm. anymore. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. It just that feels good that they feel better and deeper. Yeah. The friendships that are in our lives. Yeah. Um, I do think that it's similar in in that I do still have some really great friends from high school and um, that those were looking back on that. That makes me happy that I feel like those were true friendships and I felt mm-hmm. really content even at the time in my circle of friends and mm-hmm. we weren't like the most popular, but we were in right. the middle somewhere yeah. and but that they were really true friends at the time that carried through mm-hmm. and, you know, that cared about me. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I and do think. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say. Do you feel like you, it was because um, now you're talking about how you kind of have these like many different groups of friends? Mm-hmm. Was it, you know, you just kind of had your small group of really good friends? Yeah, then? I think so. And then we had some acquaintances or we would kind mm-hmm. of, you know, ebb and flow into the other groups right. a little bit. But we definitely had like a tight mm-hmm. circle of friends that mm-hmm. felt good, you know, going through middle school and high school. with. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think one thing that has been very different and took some adjusting is there's just so much more planning necessary now. Yeah. And I think like at first that felt like a burden and or like we don't have any friends. Right. Because people weren't just like automatically available right. on the weekends. Working. Yeah. And and just getting to the point now where we realize, no, everybody's just really busy with mm-hmm. kids and families and careers. And we're at this like intense time for mm-hmm. that with young careers and young families and early bedtimes. Yeah. <laughs> where it's just, it's just going to require a lot more planning and it doesn't yeah. mean the person because they're not spontaneously available on a Friday night, like yes. that they don't right. like you right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so that has been something to adjust to mm-hmm. a little bit, but, mm-hmm. and you're not just, Oh, we see each other every day at school or exactly. we live in the dorms together. Like all of these natural ways to connect. Right. You have you're to not be more intentional see people by default yeah. anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's a big difference, I yeah. think, into adulthood. How about you? Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely have felt that. I think that looking back, it seems that my kind of friendship landscape does reflect what I had in high school. I, and I feel like even then, I kind of did have just these different groups of friends. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, at the time, it made me feel like I was not a, a really big, best friend in any one mm-hmm. of those groups like there there were people I would call my best friends mm-hmm. but it always felt like I was kind of like a third person right in, in many right. of these little different groups of friends because I had like really good friends from elementary school and then you know friends that I made later in school that mm-hmm. would maybe kind of be a different group and then I was on a rowing team but it was not based out of my high school it was collectively all high schools uh from Austin. So that was a totally different group of kids. And Mm -hmm. I was the only person from my high school that was on that team. So that was different. And then kind of the same going into college, I had um, friends that I had grown up with and went to school with, but Mm -hmm. then I was on the rowing team there. So that was different Mm -hmm. anyway. So, and I think at the, at the time, like I said, it did kind of bother me more. Yeah. It feels like a conflict a little bit at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I should just have my core group of friends, but now I really embrace it and I see mm-hmm. that it's not that I'm doing anything wrong. That's right. just kind of how I have friends and right. I love having friends in all these different places. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, and they kind of meet really different like 
needs in yes, your life, yes, right? And, totally. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. I I think that now too, I'm I'm a lot more outgoing and will mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. likely to make a new friend. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of different. Whereas before, I wasn't you know as confident or mm-hmm. as outgoing. So now I tend to maybe make more friends more mm-hmm. quickly and have even more groups of friends. I think that too. I'm also much better now about recognizing when a friendship isn't fulfilling or Mm -hmm. when it really isn't working, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, just like not fulfilling and energizing. all kinds of different reasons, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. And so I'm more likely now to, to be trying to be conscious of that and, you know, deciding that, well, if, if this isn't like a really fulfilling, Mm -hmm. energizing friendship, then that might not be where I want to focus my time Mm -hmm. anymore. And so... Mm -hmm. Whereas before it might be just hanging on to it for too right. long or like trying to make it work or, yeah. for so long. So I'm kind of letting go of that. Yeah. So life is so full right now mm-hmm. and with young and especially with young kids. But recently we had our book club retreat in yes. Sedona, huh, which was mm-hmm. amazing for so many reasons. And it just really had me thinking about how important and necessary mm-hmm. friendships are and how rejuvenating it is to spend time with friends. Mm -hmm. It can feel hard because you do have to plan it and take time out of all these other obligations that you have, but, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask how you're prioritizing or not making time for friendships and girlfriends and couple Mm -hmm. friends. And how do you keep up with friends? Like phone dates? Do you get together in person? Let's hear about it. Yeah, I do think it it is so hard um, because you don't even feel like you have time for your spouse sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so spending that extra precious time mm-hmm. uh, away from them when you don't even feel like you're putting yeah. in what you need there. Um, or even with your kids, you just feel like life mm-hmm. gets busy. And, you know, mm-hmm. I am a big proponent of missing my kids once in a while. So mm-hmm. it's not, you know, but I know that's hard for some moms to get away. And, yeah. Um, so it is tricky. Uh, I think having something regular like book club and mm-hmm. I even definitely like the first six months or so when I had the girls was not as regular attending book club. Mm-hmm. And I think you even really encouraged me because I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I have time for this in my life anymore. And you're like, you know, just just keep coming and mm-hmm. just keep um, trying to make that once a month a priority. I think you'll you'll get yourself back a little bit mm-hmm. more and feel like that's something you want to keep up. And I just really... I am. I'm so grateful for that little group. And Mm -hmm. it's not anything I wouldn't even say like my best friends in life are in that group, but there's just something that they add to my life Mm -hmm. of like all of these women that only have initially only like love Mm -hmm. of reading in common Mm -hmm. that have then come together. And we just like then end up talking about everything else and sharing other parts of life together. And it's just really cool. Like even the book club retreat, that was like, okay, there's so many, even girlfriends I would want to get together with. Yeah. I don't know. Can I spend that time right. and money away and whatever? And it was like, so like you said, rejuvenating and mm-hmm. hearing all these different perspectives and what kind of makeup you're using yeah. and what, you know, it just really an eclectic group of people. Yeah. Um, and we end up being better for it. So I yeah. just think that it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so having something regular like book club or, um, maybe it's something else like a art, something you go to or a class, right. some, some yeah. sort of group that is just on the calendar, mm-hmm. um, low stress, mm-hmm. come and go, but you know, it's always there and always right. a priority I think is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, for me, it's important to have, you know, kind of a, a best friend that I am talking to maybe three, four times a day, at least in new motherhood, especially mm-hmm. like I call my friend Kristen, like 
seriously three or four times a day mm. and I'm just like, I mean, someone <laughs> just pooped their pants. I just need to talk to a grown up right now so I don't lose my mind. Like uh-huh. that is just finding your person, yeah. I think is really important where you just literally talk about everything. There is mm-hmm. no guard up. Like mm-hmm. you can't be that way with everyone necessarily mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable, but to have your person mm-hmm. or two that you feel like that with, I think is important. Um, Voxer and Instagram yeah. have been great uh, for connecting with internet friends and mm-hmm. keeping that relationship up. And that does feel like a true connection, you know, mm-hmm. when we're connecting with other young moms on Instagram and, mm-hmm. sh- you know, commiserating and sharing tips and whatever that that's important. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gets you through your day sometimes mm-hmm. when you're with little ones. Yeah. Um, I have a group of friends that we do a birthday like breakfast or dinner or once we've now made it a once a month dinner to get it, have a chance to get dressed up and have less conflict in our schedules maybe because the husbands are home to watch the kids and um, make it a priority to schedule the next one when we're together for the first one. That's so great. Um, So that's been good. Uh, And just in terms of time, like scheduling those things, especially like a vacation or a a trip or retreat way in advance. Like Mm -hmm. we got back from the Sedona book club retreat. And I, I think texted you that day was like, Hey, we need to go there in the fall with Sarah. We talked about this. Let's book it. Let's Let's talk to Becky and Mm -hmm. do it. Um, and that's, you know, a few months away and just, we're going on this beach vacation. And Mm -hmm. we've been talking about this with my good friend that I used to teach with for literally a year since last summer. And last summer just felt like kind of too much. We weren't quite ready for that yet with the girls, but She's like, okay, next summer we're doing it. And when you're doing it tomorrow, we're leaving. So I think that just, you know, giving it some time in advance Mm -hmm. for babysitting and all of the different things are important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So, you know, it's interesting you said how you, you have like one best friend. I, I don't think I have that anymore. I think I do Mm -hmm. have several really close friends and Mm -hmm. kind of, like you said, it kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah just kind of depending on who I'm kind of keeping more in touch. I'm really close with several people. Um, yeah, just interesting. Mm-hmm. Just kind of interesting how it like can work differently mm-hmm. for different people or just like a different phase yeah. of and your I, life. You know, I have talked to her. We were just uh, very recently talking about all this, like I said, and about how I didn't think I would have that kind of friend as an adult. Yeah. Were you really like, I want to talk to you four or five times like a day. I want to pass time. notes. I right. want to, like, I still have things to say no matter how often mm-hmm. we've talked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been cool to find yeah. as an adult. Like, yeah. it's a good timing in life. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really, really cool. Um, so I guess some of my, I, I do try to prioritize friendships. Uh, like you said, the mm-hmm. I love our book club too so much because it is just regularly on the calendar Mm -hmm. and we all know when it is. There's Mm -hmm. no, we don't need to discuss. And if someone can't make it, that's Mm -hmm. fine. Like we'll see you next time. It feels so low stress. Yeah. is just, but then I just enough that. structure that we feel committed to yes. it and committed to the girls there. Exactly. Yeah. And something I love about that too, that I've been thinking about because yeah, I would, I would say the same, like I feel close with some of the, some of the women there mm-hmm. and I really care about everyone and enjoy everyone's mm-hmm. company, but not my best, best friend. Right. But I will say, I know that all of them would be there for me yes. if I needed it. And yeah. that's such a wonderful mm-hmm. feeling. And, mm-hmm. and I think that we've had opportunities like when we've both become mothers, yeah. people, you know, mm-hmm. are supporting you, bringing, bringing food, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I just know as we've gone through different things, it's just like this really wonderful mm-hmm. support. So mm-hmm. yeah, getting something regular on the calendar. I also try to be really good. If someone 
says, hey, we should get together. If it if it's something that, well, first of all, I make a decision. Is this something that I want to make yeah. time for? Am I just saying that or is it? Yeah. yeah. So first of all, I, you know, it either, um, if it isn't, you know, I try to kind of put it off or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of depends on where I am in life at that time. But if it is something I want to happen, I come back quickly with a specific date mm-hmm. and time. Mm-hmm. It's like, if, if no, you like really want to do this, you're the executor. Like yes. I mentioned the <laughs> Sedona retreat uh-huh. with Sarah and you're like, okay, I'm talking to Becky and we're booking it and we're doing this. And I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that. It's like, you know, someone just has to yep. like put it out there. Let's, yep. let's get this done. Something else that I've realized, and I might've realized this on the Sedona retreat that I had like a lot of epiphanies yeah. there. <laughs> you had just like a huge grin on your face and it was so like, a, I feel like it was a life changer for you. I know it really was. <laughs> One thing I thought about though, is that so often, uh, I think at this phase of life, I'm getting together with friends and we're catching up. Let's go have coffee. Let's, you know, kind of get together mm-hmm. and have a meal and you're catching up about stuff, but it's not usually enough time that you're actually doing stuff together. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what friendship is built on right. because you were in college together, like right. doing classes, mm-hmm. or maybe you were a new mom with someone you're getting together. Having and these like common experiences. Yeah. yeah. And so that just kind of made me think a lot. And so I'm trying to be thoughtful about mm-hmm. that, that if these are friendships I really want to keep up with that. Yeah. You know, if you can just like, okay, going out to lunch or whatever, mm-hmm. but also think about, hey, we should travel together or hey, go like, shopping or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like this. Let's go do something mm-hmm. together and kind of build on these shared interests mm-hmm. and what we enjoy doing together and things like that. So that was kind of, that was kind of an epiphany yeah. for me. Yeah. And I do just, you know, s- saying having this varied friendship landscape, I, I'm okay with having these different friends that kind of fit just different parts of my life mm-hmm. and, and not stressing out about, well, this person needs to be my mm-hmm. best friend. Like, even if I really, really enjoy them, mm-hmm. it just might not work based on our schedules and based right. on where they live. Right. But like, if we just meet to go to the gym, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe sometime we'll be able to like grow mm-hmm. that more at a time. So just kind of appreciating for, for what, what it, it is, is, not trying right. to force something, right. you know, to be something like that. Another, um, I do have regularly scheduled phone dates with, with friends mm-hmm. who I, you know, can't get together with and mm-hmm. see. So yeah, both Voxer, I'm keeping up with a few mm-hmm. different friends that way and really enjoying it. I think there is just something about hearing someone's voice yes. and yeah. not just, you know, and texting back crying and forth. In the background exactly. And yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, Chris is like Hello, Mr. skulking through, <laughs> <laughs> he's creeping, <laughs> creeping through the podcast. Um, <laughs> and so that and then yeah just regular regular phone dates mm-hmm. and 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 that same thing where if I've kind of texted back and forth with someone oh we should talk on the phone mm-hmm. soon hey how's next Tuesday yes yeah, you know? no seriously like the kids are in bed by this time mm-hmm. let's schedule it the spontaneous phone date doesn't work at no, this time of my doesn't. life um the last thing is making social media matter I think that you really can use social media and use it to maintain and build friendships. Mm -hmm. And I try to do that by leaving a comment, not just liking Mm -hmm. something and, and sending a message. Like if someone's going through a tough time, Mm -hmm. even if I don't know them very well, just an acquaintance from high school, I mean, if they're going through a really tough time, Mm -hmm. I'll send them a little message, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I just feel like that's what social media can do so well. Yes. And so like make it worth it. It doesn't take very much of your time. Yeah, It's provided this perfect, like in between casual medium, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to sit down and send a letter to the person and a phone call might even be too personal Mm -hmm. if you 
you don't want them to feel like they have to respond necessarily, yeah. but yeah, it is the perfect mm-hmm. little way to just kind yeah. of touch base with people. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. so I really, I like that. Um, what kind of personalities do you think you get along with best? Like what traits okay. do you see in someone that makes you want to be their friend? Um, a sense of humor mm-hmm. for sure. And it doesn't even have to be my same sense of humor, yeah. but I really value that in friendships and I have a very hard time with connecting with people that yeah. just are super serious yeah. or don't just don't value it as much. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I really need to be able to gut like belly laugh with somebody before yes. we're good friends. Yes. And so that's important. Um, some realness mm-hmm. usually goes along with that. Mm-hmm. Like the person who's willing to tell me that, be honest. Yeah. Like <laughs> just tell me something that's like, yes, me too. And then I can connect with a touch of sass. Right. And I like a little sass in my friends. Um, hospitality is huge for me. And oh, I guess I didn't really yeah. realize this. It's something that I really value as a host or mm-hmm. as a friend to be, to open up my home, to mm-hmm. be, um, I don't know, just hospitality in general is yeah. important. And I feel like the friendships that haven't really stood the test of time for me is where that, is we always only meet in a third place. Mm-hmm. It's never just like, oh, never mind the basket of laundry. Just come on in. Right. Let's order pizza. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be like a big spread or mm-hmm. whatever, but something that makes you feel like you're not a burden. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think people intentionally make anybody feel like mm-hmm. a burden, but hosting might stress them out or mm-hmm. they just, they don't feel vulnerable in that way mm-hmm. where you're comfortable being that vulnerable, I guess. Yeah. So to me, that's always like, ah, that's my kind of person. Gotcha. Like the person who's like, hey, come over. We'll just have chips and salsa and drinks and Mm -hmm. the kids can play or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, is something I really value. Uh, and some, something else that I've noticed that I would like to be better at, but I really so appreciate it in friends is just out of the way kindness, like little kindnesses. I think you're so great at this, like dropping off a loaf of bread at my door (laughs) when I've had a rough week or, um, you know, just, thinking of something that somebody might like mm-hmm. and, and stopping by with mm-hmm. it or, or like a little note that mm-hmm. took you a little extra time yeah, I love um, that. is really something that I value in friends. And then just, I guess it kind of goes along with the hospitality, but making time for others. I have a really mm-hmm. hard time getting close to people who are always too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sure. know, it just, it's again, making you kind of feel like a little bur- bit right. of a burden, like getting together right. with you is a burden. And so it's like, well, either mm-hmm. it's just not that important to mm-hmm. you and that's fine. Maybe it's not that kind of friendship mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to count on you for anything if you're always right. too busy too. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, those are some of the things, I guess. I, I thought about it good. kind of in negative terms, like what don't I like right. in a friend? Oh, but but that, that's helpful. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> um, so, yeah, my first one is being able to laugh easily mm-hmm. and being able to laugh at themselves, mm-hmm. like not taking themselves yes. too seriously, like seeing, I mean, life is just ridiculous. Yes. And if, and being able to laugh at things and just not get, totally overwhelmed Mm -hmm. by them Mm -hmm. you know um at least the the smaller things I am really attracted to people that are confident but not judgmental Mm -hmm. like someone who um you know seems confident in their decisions but isn't making you feel like Like you're doing the wrong thing yeah yes I agree I've come across some people that are super confident in their decisions I love that but then it always but kind of the way it comes across is like, this is the only one, yeah. even if they don't yeah. say it straight out. Mm-hmm. And I just always, and I hadn't really, it like took me some time to kind of mm-hmm. realize I was getting that feel from it. And it just felt like there was no room for considering a different perspective right. or, or a way that someone else could also be totally happy or think that right. something is the best right. and it's not what you're mm-hmm. doing. So I've kind of noticed that. 
I really value when someone is passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Like I am very passionate about, I mean, many things. <laughs> the census. <laughs> the census, <laughs> for example. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I, I just, I do approach many things with passion. And so yeah. if someone's just kind of indifferent. Yeah, like you, apathetic about things yeah, in general. Yeah, exactly. If they can't get super jazzed about something. Right. About dumb stuff too. Exactly. I find I can really connect with people that are yeah. as excited as I am about like a good nail polish yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like totally. the little things in life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You've got to appreciate that. Um, some of the topics that like someone doesn't have to have to love these or be into these, but just things that I could talk about for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I could really connect mm-hmm. with someone is books, food, and maybe even kind of eating healthy house projects mm-hmm. and maybe even kind of just like exercise, being active, mm-hmm. like fitness. I just mm-hmm. feel like those are important things in my life. And so anyone who can like if they can, if they have just a little interest, I mean, I could talk to them for a <laughs> You're long like, I time. I will lead this show. Don't <laughs> yes. you worry. But <laughs> yes, just come on along. And then I will say that being a mom is like a plus, but not a requirement. Yeah. I certainly mm-hmm. can connect with other people who aren't parents and mm-hmm. mothers. Um, it's such just a huge part of my life right now, of course, like with little There's kids. There's to say about it. Yeah. It is kind mm-hmm. of, I, I appreciate when s- that's not someone's life and I can talk about tons of other things, mm-hmm. but it's nice to be able to be like yeah. honest and, and not feel like that's kind of a burden. I will say that some people, I so appreciate um, women who aren't moms, but don't make you feel like a burden when you are talking mm-hmm. about your kids. Mm-hmm. There is someone in particular. I'm interested in your Yeah, kids. there's someone in particular I'm thinking about in our book club who is not um, a mom. Mm-hmm. And she asks about kids or mm-hmm. even like will relate like, oh, yeah, my friend's kid mm-hmm. or this. And I just really appreciate yeah. that. It's really nice because that is just something I'm going to talk about. Yep. I try not to it's dominate the conversation yeah. about it, but that's just like yeah. part of my life right now. So. And on the flip side of that, I will say I really appreciate moms who are also willing to talk about something else. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think so quickly, like a group of moms, that's all we end up talking right, about. Right. And so it's really, sometimes I just don't want to talk about my right. kids too. Yeah, and I want to be up my own life. person. <laughs> and so, yeah, I also appreciate moms that have other interests, mm-hmm. other passions, mm-hmm. you know, other pursuits. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So it can definitely be daunting to make mm-hmm. friends as an adult. There's this emotional aspect. I mean, like dating of kind of yeah. putting yourself out there yeah. and then maybe not clicking with someone, but then you've like made this like time and emotional investment. And so thoughts on making new friends as an adult, since you've, we've mm-hmm. both had a lot of experience doing that in the past several years, maybe, maybe tips for making new friends, maybe pickup lines oh, for man. making new uh, friends. Well, we've talked about how I have zero game. <laughs> I have zero friendship. You need some pickup game my best my best move if you will (laughs) is that I have a huge smile and I'm very easily uh, amused right so I will laugh at someone's joke readily and I think that's my in like I you say something mildly funny and I will laugh real hard at it and make (laughs) you feel and and I just genuinely find a lot of things funny right so I do feel like that is like my in usually but uh, I have no like that person still has to initiate with a funny comment. Like right, I've right. got nothing to You've initiate. You've got a laugh with. waiting, but they've got to make yes, that first you gotta, move. I am very, I have a hard time with the first move. Um, and I would say I'm pretty slow to make good friends. Mm-hmm. Like I, we've talked about this before. I, maybe it's my Midwestern, like uh-huh. practical guarded uh-huh. guardedness. Like I don't have the friendly South thing going uh-huh. on. I don't know. There's just a bit of a, 
I'm, I'm super open once you get to know me though, right, but right. I feel like initially I'm kind of private and just want to do my yeah. own thing. Yeah. So I do have a hard time. I feel like making that first move. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm great with a wingman. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be my neighbor wingman and we just need to go <laughs> knock on doors. I think so. Um, I'm great if someone else starts it and then I will jump in cause mm-hmm. I feel confident. I feel like I have my person already so right. I can enter. I, I think most people feel yeah. that way, but, yeah. um, I'm friendly. I just have a hard time making the first gotcha. move. Yep. I will say my girls are kind of my wingman sometimes oh, yeah. Kids because are great for that. they just, yeah, you have this in common if you're at the park right. or whatever, or even just not with another parent, but like your kid did something funny right mm-hmm. in front of them. And so you have something to talk, something about, to talk about or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like I am a little full. Like mm-hmm. I really love my circle of friends and mm-hmm. time is full and busy. And so I do feel like there's not as much motivation to put mm-hmm. myself out there. I'm kind of like, well, I mean, right. Unless I'm like, I really love this person and yeah. want to be their best friend in life. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't have a whole lot of motivation to go out there and like mm-hmm. put the effort into making yeah. new friends, which sounds awful, but I know, it's but true. It's effort and you have to be real about um, yet when it's super hard to find time for friends that you already have yeah. that you want to be investing more in, it's just hard to yeah. add more to the plate, but yeah. you are the opposite <laughs> and very good at this. I feel like, so um, tell us your Texas heart just loves to meet new people and welcome yeah, them. Maybe so. It does <laughs> feel like, I mean, honestly, I do feel like I have such a, I'm so rich in friends and it does feel like I really shouldn't make any more because I just really don't have the time, but I just can't help it. You can't help yourself. I really can't. Um, so I will say, I feel like something that helped me, I have mentioned this before. I had to look this up. This was on an early, early episode back from like the February after mm. we first started the mm-hmm. podcast, but I mentioned the book MWF Seeks BFF, like oh, Mary I White remember Female you mentioning Seeks that. BFF. Yes. And it is a nonfiction kind of memoir book about a uh, uh, woman who's young, gets married, leaves New York where she's grown up, gone to college, like mm-hmm. has her girlfriends, mm-hmm. moves to Chicago where she knows no one and, and is now like a newlywed and is just feeling like her whole life is kind of rug pulled out from underneath her. Right. So she goes on this endeavor kind of crusade of, I am going to meet my new best friend. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, tries every single which way. I feel like something that I took from that book that she experienced, she would, you know, feel nervous about approaching someone mm-hmm. because, oh, they're going to think it's weird mm-hmm. that I'm like saying we should go get coffee. Or I like your boots or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or also thinking, oh, like that girl seems so cool. She probably has so many friends. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to get together with me. And I don't, I think that, she never experienced that or even if someone didn't end up like taking her up on an offer Mm -hmm. they were flattered and were nice about it you know like no one was like whoa you're so weird Mm -hmm. so I think that just kind of gave me confidence you know like who doesn't like getting Mm -hmm. an offer of Mm -hmm. friendship and you just never know even if someone has lived in an area for all their life I mean maybe they've kind of gone through a transition Mm -hmm. and are kind of looking to make new friends maybe lots of their friends have moved away I mean you just kind of yeah I feel like sometimes the established girl mm-hmm. seems hard to like yeah. reach out and make like you just assume all these things right. like oh well they have their job and they have their mm-hmm. family and their friends already they've mm-hmm. lived here forever or yeah. you know and and like you said they may be dissatisfied with yeah. their friendship circle <laughs> exactly. and wanting to add yeah a girl who will laugh at their <laughs> jokes exactly. <laughs> so yeah I, I just feel like you never you never know and and so I 
And so I do just like kind of keep that in mind. And that kind of gives me mm-hmm. confidence if I've like noticed someone at, you know, for example, like the same exercise mm-hmm. class we've gone to or someone at the park or whatever. I think that just gives me maybe at least confidence to chat with them. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, yeah, I get, I mean, I get this from my dad, from Chip Kid. <laughs> I Chip can, and I think I've, yeah, I've really like come into this as an adult and like realize yeah. that I can do this and it doesn't intimidate me. I just love talking with people. Yeah. And you're, you are just really good at finding genuine ways to make small talk that yeah. aren't just like annoying Thank small you. talk, uh, like about the you. weather. Like you're just good at asking somebody a genuine, just personal, personal enough mm-hmm. question to like mm-hmm. get them talking and but then, not to be awkward. <laughs> yeah. Just like very genuinely interested in them. And then it's like, oh, well, she's, yeah. she's a nice gal. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have any like particular, I do try to go to like like kind of like my favorite things like mm-hmm. books, um, food. Have you mm-hmm. made any great recipes lately? Mm-hmm. Are you going, are you traveling at all this summer? Mm-hmm. Or if I know that someone owns their house, like what kind of house projects yeah. are you doing? Like I just, something kind of open-ended yeah. that gets them talking. I feel yeah. like just about everyone will have something to talk mm-hmm. about there. So, so anyway, that kind of, that kind of helps me. Um, I do feel like I have maybe two pickup lines. See, <laughs> oh, see what you, you think about this. Lines? Okay. So <laughs> here's my first one. So, do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately force them to download ours. Can you get out your phone right now? Okay, here's You here's, totally do. You've done that with strangers, for sure. Here's my here's my other one. So, do you know how to use dry shampoo? Can you can you explain it to me? I will proceed to be super ignorant and not understand anything that you're going to say and we're not going to be friends because you'll think I'm so dumb. <laughs> But it will get you talking. Yeah. That's so funny. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 my friend game. <laughs> uh, okay. Any funny stories about how you met a friend? Um, well, I feel like it's kind of funny how we met because you... Oh, yeah. I think you initially came over and introduced yourself and maybe yeah. brought like a zucchini bread or something when, we, when something. we first moved in because yeah. we moved in not too long after you. But then it was just like, oh, that's such a nice neighbor. And I do remember talking with Jeremiah. I'm like, maybe they'll be our new best friends. <gasps> like, Aww. just... They're our age. Like, we yeah. should really be friends with them. But then, again, because I have no game, like, it was just like, oh, hey, in the awkward, driveway. Awkward wave like, in the driveway. Yeah, I just couldn't take it to the next level. And then it was funny because um, then we got shower invites for a mutual friend, yes. Lisa, that I had not known that long at mm-hmm. all. Like, we had just moved here. And sh- her husband taught with um, the with Jess, who is the couple we were living gotcha. with when we first moved gotcha. here. So that's how we met. But yeah. she was a teacher too. And so that's we hit right. it off right away. But right. had only she's like, she's got tons of friend game, by yes. the way. Lisa. Oh, yeah. Lisa, we should get she tips has from moved. Her. And yeah, she, Lisa, you might need to weigh in yes, on this on Instagram do. or something. But she is like the friendliest, mm-hmm. easiest to talk to person mm-hmm. ever. Um, and so another mutual friend yeah. who became a mutual friend ended up sending an invite to you and uh-huh. then to me and she yes. had not met me yet right. and was like I think this one is going right next door to <laughs> yes, you yes yes that was so funny it's like I think I'm sending an invitation to your next door neighbor yeah. do you know who that is and and it was yeah so it was Lisa's wedding shower and I and and Lisa was someone that I was kind of just getting to know too because it was right. a friend of a friend. Right. And, so and Lisa's the type, like, I'm inviting all of the yes. people. Oh my gosh. So it so was sweet. kind of so cool because then too, I think you were like, oh, why don't you come over and meet Megan mm-hmm. and Brent? That uh-huh. was who was yeah. sending the shower. Right. So like then we had a little happy hour over here. So uh-huh. it's like our first time at your house. Yeah. And then... 
went from there. But there it's go. just kind of funny. Like we were right next door, but yes, it took something someone outside of yeah, us and exactly, a mutual friend to, bring to really it bring it together. So it's so funny. And I feel like I was just telling my mom this the other day. I feel like those kind of small world experiences. Mm-hmm. I feel like they happen a lot out here. Yeah. Do you feel because that at people all? are from like all these different places, but yeah. then there's these interconnected yeah. webs. There's yeah. like this big circle of people that are from Ohio. There's mm-hmm. a lot of Ohio people mm-hmm. out here. And I've heard of lots of like weird small world stuff yeah. like through that way. And I just feel like, yeah, it's kind of awesome. Just like our like, book book club friend Becky, I know from like four yes, different ways too, yes, or could have exactly. potentially met her through all these. Yeah, different exactly. Avenues. There's like all this different overlap. Mm-hmm. I just, I really love it. And I haven't experienced that in other places, even though this is like a huge area. I'll have these little small world mm-hmm. experiences. So I just mm-hmm. really love that. Um, I have kind of a funny story about how I met uh, my friend Emily. And that was that several years ago when I was working in environmental consulting and desperate to get out, <laughs> I applied for a job at the Audubon Center in South Phoenix, which okay. is this like beautiful, you know, from the Audubon Society and they do education and outreach Mm -hmm. and birding all these things and that was something that was kind of an interest of mine so I applied for a job there kind of as an environmental educator I think so I didn't get the job I was really bummed but then I signed on to be a regular volunteer Mm -hmm. and go um, Saturday mornings well going Saturday mornings I met the gal who got the job Emily (laughs) and so and she was just like and and I I didn't like initially feel any, I was just yeah. like, oh, well clearly this is the better person right. for the, for the job. And we just happened to be like the same age and we got along so mm-hmm. well. And, and yeah, so we ended up becoming friends and that's, I mean, she moved on to like other jobs mm-hmm. and uh, I eventually moved on to other jobs and, and she's since like moved away, but we're keeping in touch. And yeah. so anyway, it was just kind of a funny, cool. funny thing how, how it happened. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. All right, let's move on to obsessions. Okay. I secreted away oh, my obsessions yes. this time. I love it. All right, obsession number one. We're always talking about nail polish, and <sighs> I know you are always looking for a good yes. nail polish. And we talked about this on the retreat that you have to use a base coat. Mm-hmm. Well, I just found another really good one. Oh, great, because I don't have a base coat. I have now, the top coat that you recommended to me, the Sesh Feet. Yes. I got that. And I was just using the Sesh Feet base coat, too. Okay. That brand is yeah. as mm-hmm. Okay. And it was fine. But yeah. then I, I tried this because I ran out of that. So I was like, oh, I'll try this. So mm-hmm. it's Orly Bonder rubberized base coat. I saw that at the store and it just, I it was looks like, new. Rubberized. I don't think I've seen it before. That sounded a little scary, but I'm excited to hear your review. Yeah. But I, so I, apparently the idea is that it grips to your nail mm-hmm. and then grips to whatever you put mm-hmm. on top of it. And I will say it now, don't look now because I've been picking at them, but okay. it's just because I wanted to, it's not because yeah. I had to. <laughs> They weren't actually coming off yet. Um, So this I did Monday, this nail polish. And again, I have picked because I've picked. It's just satisfying sometimes. Um, (laughs) Oh, we know. But it it lasted with this on the bottom. And then this is an orly color. So I don't know if that makes a difference Mm -hmm. if it's like specially formulated for its own colors. Chemical bonding. And then... Um, the Seshvit top coat. Okay. So I will link to that. That's a good. I feel like you are really zeroing in. I am. On, I like, am the getting my optimal nail game manicure. I have tried many things. I've learned a lot from you. And I will say I have found a few things that like they equally work nicely. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, here's right. another one that works good. Okay. And Love then it. I'm obsessed. You know, I'm obsessed with buying both swimsuits and shoes yes. for my girls. I yes. can't help it. So 
Oh, you brought over a sample. I brought over little oh Jay shoes. She's gosh. so tiny. She wears a size six still. Oh. She's barely out of infant shoes. I think shoes. that's like Cedric's size shoe. I know. It's, he's pretty much going to be bigger <laughs> than her in like a couple oh weeks. Oh my gosh. These are so, so cute. Explain these. These are little, they're like, okay, they're Igor brand, which okay. actually is interesting. I would not have found this brand if it were not for Thread Up. Oh, great. I bought a used pair and it's mm-hmm. European brand. Mm-hmm. I think they're made in Spain. Mm-hmm. And they, um, these were only like twenty eight dollars. Oh, these so were not cute. the used ones, but I bought them and the sizing wasn't quite right on yeah. thread up, so they were too big. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, let me check out that brand otherwise. I wanted like a jelly shoe type yeah. situation that a had a close toe, but a little more substantial and that wouldn't get gross and like mm-hmm. smell bad, mm-hmm. but something they could just throw on and still go ride their scooters or play outside. But it's hot here that was yeah. basically a sandal. Right. So I found these little beauties. It's perfect. So they're like jelly shoe material on top, but a little thicker and more substantial. But then like a tennis shoe on the bottom, like mm-hmm. looks like a converse. Looks like, looks like a kid or converse. Yeah. And then it has this little um, foam squishy <gasps> oh. micro antimicrobial. Oh. So it's kind of like made out of the same stuff as like a crock, gotcha. but way cuter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these are so cute. Yeah, I'm loving these. So they are Igor shoes and they have boys and girls I'm gonna varieties. Have to, I'm going to have to check those out. Cause yeah, in the summertime you want something mm-hmm. that, because they're going to be running around, yeah. but then you want something that, yeah, can get wet. They can just like yeah. go on really easily. Oh, those so, are so cute. And I found a bunch of them on Red Up. The ones I got for the, for them there were like $11 and they oh, can grow nice. into them, but I and wanted so how is they the sizing now. Like you figured out the sizing, it's does it just, run big or I, just Thread hard? Up would just had it wrong. So oh, like okay. Zappos that, you mm-hmm. know, is a shoe place. So right. they had it like, you know, the European Equivalent. sizing is like 22 gotcha. means a child six. Mm-hmm. And so they, they were just accurate mm-hmm. in, on Zappos. So okay. gotcha. I think you can look up like European sizing conversion charts uh-huh. too or something, but. Okay, so my obsession, I don't have anything secreted away because <laughs> I actually just ordered something. Okay. It is planner accessories. Accessories? Accessories. We I are know, starting I am, to bling out the stepping planners. it up. Okay. So I have been really, really enjoying my get to work book. Mm-hmm. That's the paper planner mm-hmm. that I'm using. I am on the academic year, so I'm about to start getting to use my brand new one oh, this next week in July. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited. I have also been enjoying, I'm posting once a week on Monday to Instagram, my layout for the week. Okay. Um, like with my planner. And I kind of was doing that because it motivates me mm-hmm. to use it mm-hmm. and to write stuff down. And I am really fascinated by yeah. seeing other how yeah. other people use their planners. But anyway, um, it's just the, the get to workbook. It's all black and white. And I'm not really one for lots of different colored pens. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked mm-hmm. about, I'm very particular on the type of mm-hmm. pen that I use and it doesn't come in a lot of colors. Mm-hmm. So I just want to like step it up and I'm seeing all these other people do these amazing things with their yeah, planners. Yeah, like artistic yes. works of art. So I don't think I could ever get to that level, but I just started to kind of look around like, okay, what are these things? A lot of people are using scrapbooking supplies, mm-hmm. which I was never into scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. Like that just seems so overwhelming to yeah. me. But I started to see, okay, like there are some applications of it that would kind of fit into my style, you know, not be over the top. Mm -hmm. So 
but it's so hard for me to make a decision. So mm-hmm. I swear I've spent like the past three nights just pouring over <laughs> the choices, trying to figure out. And yeah. since I've never done it before, like yeah. use these kind of accessories. And what I'm talking about are like stamps, okay. maybe some different stamps to use or like washi tape, okay. things like that. Anyway, but I finally this morning was like, just make a decision. So yeah. I ordered a couple of things. And okay. So yeah. what are the practical app? Like what okay. are the, cause I know you're a practical kind of girl. Yes. So what are the practical applications for using washi tape or stamps? Okay. Some of these might just be, um, honestly, I think that if it kind of helps my planner look a little more fun and beautiful, I'll okay. just be more excited to sit down on Sunday or throughout the week and mm-hmm. like update it, mm-hmm. like add some color, add a stamp here It makes there. it more of a thing. Like yeah. I'm going to sit down with this and do yeah. this. Okay. And so for example, I think, you know, one little thing I'm going to get is like a little stamp that's like a coffee cup. So maybe like when Chris and I are going to go out for a coffee date, Mm -hmm. I'll like put that there. Um, I think there are some other ones that might just have stamps of words, you know, whether it's appointment, errand, just kind of things like that, like titles or headers Mm -hmm. that then maybe I would write, but now it's in a Mm -hmm. different color. It's in a stamp, just kind of stepping it up that way. See what I'm saying? And then what? How do people tell me about washi tape though? Mm-hmm. Okay, would you I'm, be using that purely decoratively, or do people use that like yeah, I th- mark off like a week vacation or how does yeah, this work? Maybe for something that's going to last like a couple visual. of days, I could see that for okay. like marking like when Chris is going to travel. That's yeah. So far, at least the ones that I have, it doesn't seem to work too well to write on top of it. So oh, I think okay. it might just be more like highlighting a day, making that day look kind of special or yeah, showing something going across a few different okay. days. So, and maybe to add some more like visual yeah. at a glance, yeah, but beautify it mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Exactly. So I'm excited about that. And then I sort of was a little bit, I had to like dig myself out of this rabbit hole. I could have like <laughs> fallen really far down. Okay. I am not much of a video person. That's uh-huh. just not a medium. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I like a lot. So i rarely watch any YouTube videos, but a friend had shared with me this YouTube channel, someone that does these plan with me videos. Oh, it's just her looking at her planner, (laughs) but it is so hypnotizing and relaxing and satisfying. Yes. I cannot. Oh my gosh. So I like started watching one and then I was like, oh my gosh, this This is amazing. (laughs) But so then I was like, oh, well there must be other ones. So then I started to look for people that were using their get to work book and it just, so anyway, there's not a ton, but there are some anyway. So I'm just super intrigued. So. I feel like this is like, there are things on YouTube that are like that, that are mm-hmm. just like makeup tutorials yeah. is one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this, and I have not even watched this, but have you heard of this like unboxing of things? Yes. There was a get to work book unboxing, which I didn't watch, yeah. but I haven't watched them. And so maybe once you get into it, it yeah. is like that hypnotic Like where kids thing. just love to watch like Someone unboxing of toys. open things. Yeah. It's really weird. That is weird. There's some sort of, I would love to do like a study on that. Like yeah. what is it about our That's psyche? Like that so deeply satisfied. Yeah. Maybe it makes it, it kind of like satisfies as if you bought it yes. and we're getting the benefits yes. and then yet you just didn't have right. to spend any money. And, and there is something about like the unearthing of something new, like yeah. the smell of cracking a new planner or whatever, new. where you're just like, oh, I can just watch someone else do it. Oh man. Now I, I think when we finish this, <laughs> I'm going to watch that get to work book on boxing that sounds so satisfying <laughs> right now actually i'm craving that right now um okay any uh any neighborhood news that you well have to i do need to ask what is the did you get a final decision on the yellow door oh this yes it was up in the air still. i do have an update okay. we do not have a final decision this is interesting so i think i mentioned like it was sounding like they were pretty yes it was some older it wasn't looking good last wasn't time looking we good some older people it. we got an update just yesterday 
saying that there were three members of the board present. It's a five-member board, and that they could not come to consensus. So I do believe oh. that there is a younger member of the board, yes. I believe, who is our next-door neighbor. Yes. I think he's fighting for us. Nice. Makes me feel so good. I, yeah. think, I think he's got a loaf of zucchini bread in his future. <laughs> <laughs> Very near future. Um, so anyway, that gives us some hope. Okay. But so they're going to put it off until the full board is there. Now, I don't know kind okay. of the demographics, the makeup of that board. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little nervous, but you know what? We're going to, it's going to okay. get dragged out a little bit farther. Chris and I were talking about our like next steps. So Okay. So there's hope. We're going to fight the good fight here. Yeah, there's hope. All right. I would like to publicly apologize for the toilet on the curb. Oh. <laughs> there was no other way to do it. That's where it goes. So we replaced our toilet. Mr. Ladd graciously replaced the downstairs toilet on Father's Day oh. because there was no other time. And we care about when bulk pickup is. Yeah, you do. Um, I think I posted something on Instagram of my shiny new toilet sitting on the carpet in pieces. Uh, but... Yeah, so it was only out there for a few yeah, days. Yeah, because we did not just put it out three weeks no, in advance. But no. so sorry for the old toilet <laughs> no on problem. the curb. Have you noticed that actually on our mailboxes there now is there's a flyer that's like bulk like bulk good. items. That's a good place items for it. Cannot be out only like only that third week when it's supposed Jeremiah to be. Jeremiah said around. he did email he was like on our this is like getting manager ridiculous. about that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was getting ridiculous. And that's just like that's like a health and yeah. vermin and everything just, problem. It just makes like, the neighborhood looks so terrible. Yes. So yeah, they are getting that under under control. So even my sanctioned toilet, <laughs> I do realize the eyesore that it was and apologize for it. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we have, I have to report on just the wonderful recycling truck, town of Gilbert recycling truck driver. <laughs> they come by now. Um, we have both trash and recycling day mm-hmm. on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are, uh, your trash cans are always out there. Is that your chore or Jeremiah's? Oh, Jeremiah's Jeremiah. for sure. That's you know, I mean. my, you know, you'd see me <laughs> scrambling out there with no bra on okay. if it was mine. For some reason, like, and I love trash and recycling day. It's so satisfying it to really have is. all that stuff taken yes. away from your house. Yes. It's just, I it's love a modern it. convenience. I literally always like say thank you for in my head always every single appreciate. time. Like when they, when I hear them taking yeah. it away. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, I, for some, we never have it out the morning of, we hear them coming around and then I'm running out and he's like, <laughs> he's coming down the road and I'm running out there, you know, not quite. I mean, like I usually, I am dressed. I'm just like not fully put together yeah, for work, yeah. like kind of disheveled. Um, anyway, but we have just made it a point. We try to get outside, have some early outside time. Mm-hmm. He's coming around but like 645 or seven. Mm-hmm. We are out there and it's great because the boys will hear him rumbling and that gets them to go quick and get ready so yeah. fast. Like, yeah. let's get out there. Um, this week we even took our picnic blanket out there and we Aww, sat cute. and he normally, like I live on this tee and normally his route is pick up your recycling and then turn <laughs> I love down that the you street. Know his route. <laughs> I know, yeah. I've watched it so many times, but now instead he will pick up your recycling then come to my house wave at the boys uh-huh. and I feel like he does it extra slow it just yeah. like looks yeah. like he does it slow and then goes to my house then he backs up and then goes down the street oh, so, so he like a little extra face time yeah, so he's <laughs> like goes by our house and like changes his route and then and then he will come by again just his route then it like comes by again mm-hmm. oh it's so exciting <laughs> I am so thinking cute. this this summer I want to get like freeze a Gatorade or something yeah. bring something out to him yeah that's like you know that I'm sure it probably feels like a thankless job at some 
at sometimes, especially just in the hot summer. Yeah. So anyway. He probably even just like somebody outside and excited to I see him so. in the hot summer like, probably makes we his We appreciate day. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This other funny thing I have to say the other day, our friend down at the end here, mm-hmm. uh, we saw her getting ready and loading her kids up and she has a little girl about Dash's age. And I was just saying, Oh, Dash, look like Addison's getting ready. He hasn't seen her in so long, but he ran to the end of the driveway, like raises it, like Addison, hello, uh, hello, like so <laughs> formal. <laughs> hello, like, good what neighbor. Are you doing? Oh my gosh, good day to you. It was really, really cute. He so. is very formal in his speech. It's the cutest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then I, I posted this on Instagram, but Dash is on Junior Neighborhood Watch now. <laughs> yeah, those cars is. were flying down. It hasn't been so bad now that school's out. Yeah. But he was like, those cars are going too fast. And he went to and get he had the his slow little man. furrowed brow with his he slow man. He was very concerned and like getting it out there. So it's cute. Like too fast. So anyway, I was, I was so proud. <laughs> All right. I think that I think, I think that that's wraps, it. Wraps yeah. it up. I, I love this discussion about friends. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from our listeners what your thoughts on keeping friends, making friends. Do you have any new friend pickup lines? Mm-hmm. Got any tactics? Help me out. Yeah, help me help out here. Erica, Erica get some game. Um, we love it when you connect with us on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door. And we love getting your emails at HiGirlsNextDoor at gmail.com. And you can head over to our website, GirlNextDoorPodcast.com, to find links uh, for all of the things that we mentioned on the episode. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Save it, Erica. (laughs) You shut your mouth.